fuck. Dude, we're three seconds in. We that has started. to be a record. Already started that has to be a record. <laughs> we're three oh. seconds in. You already use our F-bomb. Anyway, welcome back to the Highly Taken Podcast, episode 21, Legal Drinking Age. I'm your host, David Sieper, with 22. you with foul mouth over here. It's episode 22. Is it 22? I don't know, but I'm Christian Smith from Oak, Maryland. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not sure. It's 21 or 22. It's either I'm feeling 22 or I'm of age drinking. But hey, anyway, Nick Smith back here in Jacksonville. Let's get it, guys. All right. So it's the start of the week, which means that there were baseball games being played this weekend. Yes, that there was. You know, is going to affect our livers tonight. So mm-hmm. um, the only person, again, who ever knows these results is Nick. So please yeah. tell us who lost. Yeah, guys. Um, you know, this is really unfortunate for me because there's two games I was on the fence for. One of them was the Phillies game on Saturday. Honestly, I wanted it. I was thinking about it. We've been sucking, right? And I, I wanted to take it, but needless to say, the winner, and I want to uh, announce this now, the winner with seven was myself. I got seven. And I want to I wanna give a little shout out here. Thank you. Please. Thank you so much, Please. David for uh picking the Braves to win on Saturday because we I picked the Brewers because of that and the Brewers won. So um no matter what, even if that was I picked them too. No you did not. You picked the Braves. Wait, I picked the Braves? Oh you picked the Braves. Because you picked before me. I thought I picked the Brewers. Guys, I still would have beat you. Um so in that regard coming in last place with a total score of two. Oh no, please. Christian. Yes! I knew yes! it. I knew it. I knew it. Take he the got too L. cocky. He got too cocky. He said we don't know how to pick, you know, winning games. He got too cocky last week. And Christian, this is the end result. You got cocky. You you won two in a yeah. row and you only got two right. So it fits. Um our tiebreaker games. Christian, you got it wrong too. Diamondbacks versus Reds. You said Diamondbacks would win 5-4. Um, David, you said Reds would win 9-7. I said Reds would win 6-4. Final was Red 7, Diamondbacks 3. Um, Corbin and, Carroll hit a home run in the game. And so. I will say, Christian, you weren't Bobby. wrong. You weren't wrong. Corbin Carroll did walk off the field. Um, unfortunately, it was his tail between his legs because he got absolutely owned that game. Um, I mean, he didn't. He had a homer, so it's matter. you know. The head was down, walking off the field. It was unfortunate, but uh, hey, Christian, drink up, Buttercup. How, how did I do? Uh, you had four. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a win. I also have done no homework in the past two times, so uh, I lost one and got four on another. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I well, I got five and four, which means doing no homework and just guessing is fifty percent, which makes chugging. sense. He's not chugging; it's dubs and chugs, not dubs. And oh, it was a chug. Mm-hmm. What was he doing? I don't know. I, I, the only thing is, we can't start without him from the next segment because you know, ladies go first, and we're going to talk about corners. Oh, he he does like his corners. We all know that. But yeah, just like David said, uh, this week we're doing our top ten. Quarters of 2023, what we're thinking of, and he is back. Uh, but yeah, like always, ladies first. I'm just saying, if if you think he likes corners, you should wait till we do wide receivers. He's all over that. Oh, 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 he does like that. 
Oh, bro. No, bro. How I love it. Nah, all right. Relax, relax, boys. Oh, my fault. I had to pull the notes up. I'm having a problem here since I got rid of the computer. Your crotch but... shot. You <laughs> slut. Bro, what are we trying <laughs> Are you doing this because it's the corners? <laughs> nah. Bro, I'm trying to figure out. How's it look, bro? Hold on. You're good. How we figure Let's it? Let's go. All right, cool. Whatever. Fuck it. Get nice skin. Uh, thanks. Appreciate that. All right. Coming at number 10, I'm going to go with James Bradbury. Uh, whether it's the product defense or product of the player, Bradbury played exceptional last year. Uh, and being that he's on a team, or being that now he's still on the same team, uh, with the same defensive backs basically around him outside of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I see him coming in and playing the exact same role that he did just a year ago. He's going to be able to produce at a high level once again. Uh, I believe he just had a Pro Bowl year. Guys, a baller. Great pickup from the Giants. Coming at number nine, and this is the first of what I come to realize is a trend with cornerbacks. A lot of young players here, in my opinion, man. A yeah. lot of young guys. Dude, so number nine for me, I'm going to go Tariq Woolen. Uh, as a rookie, he stepped wow. in to the Seattle. Okay. Yeah, he, he stepped in that Seattle Seahawks defense that has been otherwise shit since they dissolved the Legion of Boom. Uh, and he's become an instant starter and tied the league with the interceptions at six. He has great speed, great size, and he can play with the best of them. I mean, you love to see it. And I mean, we see it all as a rookie. So you can, yeah, you can only get better, or at least figure you can only get better off of that if that's where you're starting at, and you can keep going. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time for all these young, oh, young guys. Damn. Yeah, well, it's just going to be interesting that. to see what he does next year, though, because he's going to have another really young corner on the other side of him. So it's yeah. going to be very interesting yeah, to see how he yeah. plays. I think, I think that'll be a good tandem. Coming at number eight, I'm going to go with Jamal Dean. And this isn't a guy who is going to completely run up your stats. Did you say Jason Aldean? No, I said Jamal uh, Dean. He is number one on the charts, so let's be honest. That's a, good, that's a good pick. Nah, Jamel Dean from the Bucks. Um, he's not a guy who's gonna run up all this stuff on the stats. He's not gonna have a bunch of picks and he's not gonna have a bunch of pass breakup and force fumbles. But the biggest thing with him though is he makes it exceptionally hard for your quarterback to even get your wide receiver the ball because he's a freaking blanket, bro. All he does is he stays in the wide receiver's back pocket. Quarterbacks have a very low QBR when targeting him. And they don't really target wide outs, wide outs at all. Or not oh, not wide outs. Number one wide out. At all when Jamel Dean's on him. Number seven, J.C. Horn, son of Saints Hall of Famer Joe Horn, has played exceptionally well over these past two years since coming in as a rookie. Since being drafted, guys only allowed a total of 318 yards and one touchdown on him. Guy's an absolute stud. You just got to get through the injuries and we'll be all right. Number six, I'm going to go with Marshawn Lattimore. Now, he's not what he used to be back in 2017, 2018, wow. hitting the scene as a breakout rookie. But Lattimore can still put the clamps on most guys. He's still the cornerstone, in my opinion, of that same secondary and plays with a very high level with a good knack for the ball. Coming into our top five, I'm going to go with Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who, at any given day of the week, will put the straps on your favorite wideout. Uh, he plays with he plays great man coverage and has a great motor inside of him. Talks trash, backs it up. I mean, he's the glowing being on an otherwise questionable Green Bay defense. Number four, I'm going to go with Darius Slack. 
Now, usually it's just wine that gets better with age and never a DB, but it's not the case here. Slay coming off another Pro Bowl year at the age of 32, propelled the Eagles passing defense to be one of the top passing defenses in the league. I feel like since he been traded to us just a couple years ago, we only expected to have maybe a one to two year window with him, but that hasn't happened. He has played as a high level since we got him, including last season. You just keep wondering when the age is going to become a factor, but as of now, it hasn't been. And so for now, I'll keep my four spot. Wow. Number three, I'm going to go with Don't say it. Pat Sertan, second. Oh. Uh, I mean, dude, like I said earlier, this list is filled with talent that was drafted from either last year or a year or a year, year before that. I mean, son of future Hall of Famer Pat Sertain is a part of that class. Uh, he has a huge addition to that Broncos defense, became a day one starter, and has played at an amazingly high level since he's been drafted. Top coverage rates in man, to co- or man coverage and zone coverage. The guy's just a great player, and he's going to continue to be one. Number two, I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey. This is arguably the best cornerback I believe we have seen in the last five years. Jalen Ramsey has shown time and time again he can play the different systems at a high level. He pairs with Big Benju now in that system over there. Damn. Over there in Miami. Uh, and I think we will probably see a very great showing out of him this year. In all honesty, I know he kind of had a subpar season last year, but this year, yeah, this year I feel like it's just going to be great with Banger there um, running the defense. And number one, I'm going to go with Sauce Gardner. Uh, I mean, look, making this list, it was hard for me to put the rookie at the top spot, but he had a historic season on his way to a rookie of the year win. Uh, and on top of that, I mean, age is a huge factor. The guy came at 21 years old. He's producing, like, all these stats as the best cornerback, you know, in the league this past year, and he's a rookie. You learn – you're going to learn more as time goes on. If you've already shown all these traits that you're once in a generation of talent coming out of college, and then you go in your first year and you produce, there's only room to grow. And this guy played amazing. I've had nothing but high praise for him since he stepped into his final year at Cincinnati. I mean, he's just an absolute baller. He's got his name, nickname Sauce for a reason. Any uh, any honorable mentions? He probably doesn't. That's yours. Oh yeah, I did have. I did. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I had a whole thing. Yeah, my honorable mentions are Denzel Ward, Tre'Davious <laughs> White, and AJ Terrell. Now, on top of that, though, this dude. I'm telling you, man. Hold on. I'm telling you right hold on. now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. On top of that, though, I had two dishonorable mentions. Oh, my. I know who the one is. And I know where both of them are. I think they play on the same team. Yeah, one's going to be Trayvon Diggs. Interceptions mean absolutely nothing when your QB just gives the ball right back to them. Not to mention when they throw your way, you've given up the league leading in yards for almost two years now. And the other one's going to be Stephon Gilmore. Your time is behind you, and you should have stayed in New England. Cornerbacks that leave New England die after. Oh, well, you're not going to like my list. Um, how can you say that? You know we we had one that went to our team from New England. Sante right? was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wait. He was like two years old, so he doesn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
Oh, and then what? Okay, and then what? We got like Patrick Chung is also one in recent memory. I was okay, screw Patrick Chung. Screw Patrick. I'm giving the guy a bag to you. play like trash, and then go back to the I'm Patriots just, and play good again. And, yeah, yep, I'm just telling you, man. Yeah, I don't like that. But hey, David, what you got over yeah. there, bro? So number ten, I have J.C. Horn from the Panthers. Um, you know, Horn has been a bit overshadowed by another star corner selected one pick after him in the 2021 draft. But he got he had a terrific sophomore year, um, and he should only really get better. Last season, last season he around around allowed around. Wow, I can't even speak English. Twenty eight completions, three hundred ten yards in coverage, with zero touchdowns against three interceptions and three pass breakoffs. According to PFF, <clears throat> his ability to move to the slot and line up in the box <laughs> make him more versatile than your typical perimeter corner, as well. Um, did you so obviously you know his uh. His dad was a very popular, you know, player. Do you know his mom was a very popular athlete as well, Christian? Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. What, what was her first name? You tell me so I know you're not lying. Pulma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pulma Horn. At number nine, we have Trayvon Diggs and from the Cowgirls. Um, you know, Diggs did make an all-pro in 2021. He led the league with 11 interceptions. And, you know, I would argue he maybe became a better player than he was in 2021 last year. Now, the interceptions weren't there, but he was getting burnt a little less. Regardless, I agree, interceptions mean nothing. I'm I think he's going to be right there. Are you going to have two players on this list that I don't want on this list? No. Okay. 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 Ooh. All right. Um, Ooh. You know, he's one of the most overrated corners in memory, but I still think he's a top 10 corner. I just don't see how people think he's the one of the best in the league. Um, he has great ball skills, but he just double he just bites on all oh, the double man. moves all the time. There's there's literally compilations of him getting bit on double moves, getting destroyed by practice squad players on double moves. So if he learns how to be a little bit more conservative, we don't I want him you, to. We don't want him to. But if he learns to do that, um, you know, it's gonna be interesting. Gilmore's playing across from him. Um, you have Deron Bland in the slot, and then I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, that's not that good of a name to say, but who knows? Um, I think he's set up for a decent season next year if he stops biting on double moves. He seems to be less aggressive. At number eight, I have a homer pick with James Bradbury. Um, I think he's one of the most underrated corners in the league, if you ask me. If you look at all of his number stats, including the pro football focus ones, he is top rating in a lot of them. Um, the Eagles and how he swooped down to pair him with Slay. It turned out to be amazing. His first game with us was a pick six. He had three picks, yeah. 17 passes defended. He got a second team all pro bid. Obviously, you know, we can talk about that controversial call over and over and over again, but he was amazing locking guys up last year. And he was one of the premier guys that we had on our team. Uh, at number seven, I have DJ Reed from the Jets. Um, yes, really. I have DJ Reed. I think he's one of the you know, two two Jets. Yeah. And, you know, he ranked t- top 15 in uh, PFS coverage grades using PFF. You know how much that I love that. Um, in the past two seasons, checking in at ninth and 11th, which is really bad for a New York team named the Jets. Uh, he played across from Sauce Gardner. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> no. 
<laughs> you'll see him later in New York. But after allowing passer ratings of 76.2, 66.0, 75.7 in his direction over the past three seasons and allowing just 9.9 yards per reception last year, Reed has proven a few times over that his lack of size being five foot nine does not hinder him from his coverage at all, especially in Robert Soleil's defense. Right. I'm um, short king. Yeah, we need more short kings. Yeah. At number six, I have a pick sure, that maybe Christian. not a lot of you can think about. Uh, Marlon Humphrey from the Ravens. Um, this is what? probably the – yeah, Marlon Humphrey from the Ravens. Wow. He's a good pick. That's he's a good probably, pick. Dang, dude. That's a, I, he's underrated, though. He is one I, of I, the I, best slot corners when he gets the opportunity to play the inside. Um, He went back to playing mostly on the perimeter last year. But other than that – but. Even regarding that, uh, he had his best coverage season in a few years, allowing only 74.5 pass rating with zero touchdowns and three picks last year. He can do pretty much anything in Mike McDonald's defense, and I'm sure the Ravens will ask him to do even more than that this upcoming year, especially now that Marcus Peters is gone. Yeah, that's a big one. That was a big one. Got to protect those McNuggets. Peters is getting old, though. They're both getting old, dude. That that, that Ravens defense is is getting old. Yeah, but you know what? They did it back with Ray Rice. They did. They had. They had. Oh, sorry, not Paul Ray, Reed. Ray Lewis. Well, and, and Ray Rice uh, <laughs> yeah, on the other side, uh, and then, punching his what, ticket somewhere else, not Canton. And Terrell <laughs> uh, Suggs there too. So, yeah, yeah. D- Doomerville hey, was, was there dude, for a bit. He was fucking lighting it up, man, in the streets and on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Who Ray Lewis or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five, I have uh, Jerry Alexander from the Packers. Uh, Alexander picked nice. off five passes and got his hand on eight more last season. Um, and he nearly matched his elite performance from 2020 by yielding a passer rating of only 66.2 on throws in his direction. It was 54.3 you know, a few years ago. He proved that he's healthy again after missing a bunch of time due to his injuries in 2021. He has a great combination of speed, size, physicality. Uh, there are a few players in the league with his ability to cover for- with his ability, there are a few players in the league who have his coverage versatility on the outside. At number four, I have Jalen Ramsey from the Dolphins. Um, Ramsey got beat for a career high seven touchdowns last year as the Rams defense collapsed around him, but he was still outrageously good in coverage for most of the year. His ability to play in the slot or the box uh, makes plays near the line of scrimmage kind of ridiculous for corners. He he played for Vic Fangio. You know, he got the original uh, scheme that has taken his game to another level since he made his move to LA. It should only help him achieve new heights and bounds as he hits the latter portion of his prime. At number three, I got a simple question for you guys. Hey, have you heard about Slay? Slay has... Dude, you heard the news about Slay? <laughs> you heard about Slay? <laughs> oh, it, it was... Obviously, drama filled like 24 hours with Slay as an Eagles fan. Oh, you heard, man. oh, yeah, we're trading game. Slay. Oh, Slay wants to leave now. We're not against. Oh, we just re-signed Slay. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, it was like we're about to trade was, Slay. Uh, you know what? We're just gonna cut him. Yeah, no, we're keeping. Yeah, uh, we're but keeping. Slay has returned to his you know stardom over the past two years. He had a terrible debut with Philadelphia. But you can easily make the argument that he belonged in the all-pro team last year, given how consistent and excellent he was, especially over the second half of the year. After allowing 85 yards in coverage against Washington in Week 10, Slay did not allow more than 48 in any game for the rest of the year and allowed only 55 on Philadelphia's three playoff contests. He will be 32 years old. 55 in total? 
Yeah, in total. A total of 55 Ooh, entire of the playoffs. Slay balling and slay balling. Yeah, that's why that's where they're out there picking on freaking like Avante and all, all of them. And was Avante even playing? I don't know who they were picking on. But they still weren't doing much, dude. Yeah. Killing it on defense. That's true. Patrick Mahomes didn't have that many passing yards. Um, but he'll be 32 years old next season. He hasn't shown many slides of slowing down, but he is aging up there. At number two, I have Patrick Zertain from the Broncos. I think he's the prototype when you look at these new day corners. He ranks in 95th percentile or higher in height, weight, wingspan, arm length, and hand size. And it shows when he's playing. Um, he doesn't have the elite short area speed, but he makes for it with great agility, leaping ability, and great timing. He's able to blanket even the best number one receivers on a weekly basis, and he has to. He's playing in the in a, sorry in the AFC West. You have great receivers over there. You know you have um, all the Chargers receivers that are pretty good. Obviously, you have the Kelseys and the receivers for the uh, uh, Chiefs and Devonte Adams over there in Oakland. Sorry, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he only fucking right, man. He's only getting better as he physically matures and learns more about the game. At number one, Sauce Gardner from the Jets. Um, oddly yeah. enough, the third player from the Cincinnati Bearcats to be top in their positions. Uh, Gardner was probably the single best cornerback in the league as a rookie. He allowed only 45.9% of passes thrown his way to be completed for 53.9 rating. He led the league in force and completion rate and pass breakups and only allowed a reception on every 18 coverage snaps which is the best in the NFL. He's six foot three, 200 pounds. He's built to handle any matchup at any time. And he's playing the system allows him to take advantage of his outrageous physical gifts. And obviously I have some honorable mentions. I will honorable mention Stefan Gilmore. Didn't put him at top 10. Um, Tariq Woolen. I think he is a stud and I'll be very interested to see how he does in year two with another rookie on the other side of him. And then I'll give a little bit of a homer pick Cincinnati Bengal corner Chidobi Awuzie. I feel like he had a great year last year. Was not talked about enough, um, but yeah, I guess that. Well, was I mean, yeah, you can, like you. you can finally talk about, about him because he left Dallas. He he's like guys. Is that what you said? Yeah. No, because he left Dallas. Oh. <laughs> that could be maybe. <laughs> I mean, bro, bro. You guys seen the um the the one coach came out of the open league game the other day. Hey, nobody cares, man. But if you're gonna do it, whoa, do it. whoa! If I, I nobody cares, like meaning nobody cares if they're if you're gay or not. What do you mean? Nothing against anything. I just like just be yourself. Jeez, I don't, well, yeah, somebody, yeah. And you just took it the wrong way. Yeah. I was just, I was just saying he came out. I'm just saying, look, I'm just saying our viewers could take that the wrong way. He's just, yeah, I know. He's just a month short, like too late. I mean, he should have. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he is a month too late. Yeah, so on that note, I'll uh, get into my top 10. And guys, my number 10 is it's a hot take. It's going off of no stats. At number 10, I got Witherspoon. I think what Witherspoon, the? Yeah. I like it. I like Sauce it. Came out there Reese? Last year. I think I <laughs> I think I think Witherspoon is gonna go out there. He's gonna ball out his first year in Seattle set up the way he can actually go out there and I like that. I really do like Witherspoon. I wish the Eagles would have got him. I think he's gonna be a top ten first year out there. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Oh, what? I like that. What? I think he's better than uh, Diggs, man. I really like him. He deserves to be in that top 10. I'm telling you. Watch out. We're going to be hearing a lot about him. Yeah. Uh, At number nine, kind of a homer pick, but I got James Bradbury. 
takeaways one hiccup last year by uh you know doing something that he didn't really do but they said he did but he did um he had a great season last year i think he really went under you know nobody really recognized him i mean bradbury was good he, he's just I mean, everyone on that team was good. That, I think that's that's the reason why. And when you don't hear your name a lot, that's a good thing as a corner. Um, at number eight, uh, I got I got Stefan Gilmore. I don't think he's that guy anymore. I think he is a top ten. I think he's a top ten corner, but I don't think he's that guy anymore. He's he's getting up there, um, and I cannot wait to see him fall apart in a Cowboys uniform next year. I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, at number seven. Yeah. I got J.C. Horn. He's played less than a thousand snaps, but yet in the time he's been playing, he's only given up one touchdown and 318 yards. Dude, that's incredible. That's so hard to do. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. That's that's incredible, and he deserves to be in that top ten. Number six, kind of questionable, but I think he's still good. I got Marshawn Lattimore. Um, you know he. He's a little inconsistent, which is I like it. I had it outside the top ten, but in the last three years, he's only given up uh, fifteen touchdowns. In my opinion, three years, they um, that's that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, five a year. You know the average. If you did that, do you know what the average is? I just I just said it was five a year before oh. you asked that question. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I didn't hear you. You can do that, man. He's good mm-hmm. at that. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at number five, I got Jair Alexander. You know, when nice. targeted by QBs, the passer rating was 66.3. That is a very good corner to keep him under that radar. Not to mention, he had five interceptions last year. Um, if they, to be honest, Green Bay, really, this defense is going to be going to have to try to keep them in games because I we don't know what Love's going to do. And I think the defense is going to be well, the key. What, what's Love got to do with it? What's Love got to do? Got to do with it. Um, at number four, I got Jalen Ramsey. Let's be honest, dude's still good. Um, I do think he's one of the most overrated corners in the league. In my opinion, he's over talked about, man. He's, he's getting older. I don't know how pro football focus had him at number two. I don't get it. He's not number two. No way. Um, It's almost like pro football focus isn't a good source. It's crazy. (laughs) And you know, I thought it was good. Unfortunately, with Miami, we don't know what's going to go on with them. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think he has enough on that defense to really help him out and be a top three um, corner. Still top five, still great, but I don't think that's going to happen. Going into number three, I got Pat Sertan the second. I mean, he's following his dad's footsteps. Let's be honest. He's good at what he does. In 12 games last year, he held team, he had held the wide receivers to less than 25 yards a game. That's crazy. Um, not to mention, he's got Sean Payton now as the coach, and I think that it's only going to make him play better. And my only question, does Sean Payton, Payton bring back the balance? Oh, oh, I love the paper oh, towels come back. I'm telling you, we don't know. It could happen. Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I just I think having Sean Payton there is really just going to help him make his career just skyrocket. I mean, he you could see him jump to number two. I don't think he gets to number one, but jump to number two. At number two, I got big play slay. Um, I know that's controversial. I think it might be a little high, but again, he 
is very good at what he does every single year. I don't think he's really had a down year. I think last year was his down year, and he still had an incredible year. And, I mean, I just look for him to come back this year and be fired up and play even better. I think having Bradbury and him, I mean, one of the better duos in football, in my opinion. Um, Can't wait to see what he does this year after getting that contract that he wanted. Number one. It can't I guess be. it can't be argued. Yep, can't be argued. I got Saucy McSaucerton at number one. Dudes in Don't ever call him. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that shit. Hey, man. Yes. Love it. Love it. I mean, do I really need to say anything else? You guys pretty much touch base on it. The dude is an absolute beast, and he was a rookie last year. Um, Yeah, he – Christian, you said he could only go up, but, I mean, he can go down. I mean, obviously. uh, But – yeah, so can you. Dude's an absolute beast. I, I'm sorry, but that that's that's my that's my number one right there. Uh, and there's a reason why I left Diggs out of this, guys. Um, when you're targeted as much as he was targeted, you're gonna have interceptions. But he also gave up so many big plays, and that's why I I had to had to keep him out of this. Um, but it's staying on football real quick, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, Christian, you showed us a little uh, clutch quarterbacks. And I noticed, um, mm-hmm. did did a Cowboys fan write this too? Because I noticed Dak Prescott was on that list. I think he was like number seven or something. And if we're talking about clutch, I feel like he had two huge interceptions in a fourth quarter last year that solidified them losing a game. Wow. Um, I just don't see how he can be considered. Is it the Jags game? Clutch. Yeah. Game. I don't see how he can be considered a quarterback when you're doing that. And not to mention, come on now, you can't leave Jalen Hurts off of that list. I mean, get granted, we weren't really playing from behind a lot last year, and that's maybe the reason why they don't have him on there. Um, but dude, that's that's so bad. That's so bad. Not even having him in the top ten. That's so bad. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm trying to agree with you. I was the one who sent that picture over and said most of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you how you leave Hurts outside of the top 10. Like I said, I'm laughing because I left him out, but I'm also laughing because the only logical reason he was left out is because he was never having to play from behind. He was always up. So, But how is two at number two? How is two at number two? I don't, I don't Because get... I'm not... Bro, because lie, the amount the of times quarter... his brain had to come back from concussions, bro. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. Like, go look at the Dolphins in the fourth quarter, dude. If you go look at the Dolphins in the fourth quarter, they scored for, I think, the most points out of anybody in football. All right, my next one is, how is Lamar Jackson number four? <laughs> that doesn't make much sense considering he only played in, like, ten games this year. It should be Tyler Huntley at four, if anything. Football <laughs> or Tyler Humphrey? He's a fucking <laughs> burrow, dude. Tyler, can he be a Is it just me who, like, who, is Nick very just quiet, like, to anybody else? Is it just yeah, me? Yeah, no, next, next quiet, next quiet. How, how can you have Joe Burrow down at number six? There we go. It's a little better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't make sense. Where was Allen on there? Allen was like four, right? He Three? was number five, but then Jimmy five. G is number seven. Yeah, I know. He was so clutch last year. So I, cl- I, I mean, this has to be a joke, right? I, I don't – I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Is this is an absolute joke. I will I say – one person on that list, Derek Carr, is really clutch. I will argue Derek Carr is pretty clutch. I will but Derek too. Carr's not on that list. 
Derek Carr's always behind. He's not on the list. Do you want me to tell Jeez. you the list right now? I can tell you the list. Yeah, right it's now. what it's Patty. It's Patty, Tua, Kirk, Lamar, Josh, Joe Burrow, Jimmy G, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, and Jared Goff. Who's Kirk? Because he had the one game. Because of the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, that Thanksgiving game. Well, not only that, the game against the Colts. I mean, they had that huge comeback. That's the Thanksgiving game, Was that Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was – I don't know. I I don't know. It's You like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? (laughs) But, hey, it is what it is. But, guys, I wanted to bring this up just uh, one time. You know, we had the Open Championship this past weekend. Uh, and really, really wasn't much of an open championship. It was pretty much a one player do all kind of thing since Friday. Brian Harmon won. Kudos to him, dude. He's been close to the leaderboard pretty much his entire career. He was number 25 in the world, but he always flew under the radar. He was making cuts constantly. Um, honestly, I've never seen like, normally when he's on uh TV, he's chipping in or doing something crazy. Like, dude, dude's really good. He deserved it. And what's funny. Clearly, the commentators knew he was going to win. Um, they ended up, to keep everyone interested in what was going on and the Open Championship, they ended up putting a waggle counter for every time he would address the ball. There was one point he had 17 waggles before he would hit the ball. Now, that's very frustrating for me as a golfer when I see someone stand behind the ball for that long because I can't do that. When I get up there, I'm ready to hit. But when he had 17 on one shot that's unreal but hey clearly it worked for him so that's all i gotta say dude deserved it and hey i hope you enjoy those pints out of that player jug i love it yeah so what does that bring us to yeah so um you know i i think we're gonna get into some trivia david you got some trivia for us i do have some trivia but I also think somebody here made a bet this past weekend that we need to address uh, too. You huh? want to do? You want to do? We can do that. Yeah, let's do that, Christian. Uh, what What was your bet of the week? One hundred and seventy five home runs in the MLB this week. And how many were hit? Oh, uh, dude, it was like one hundred and twenty five, maybe. Down week. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There was a lot of high-scoring games this week, but they just—it was small ball week. I crazy. forget. It was like on Friday. I want to say I, I forget. I texted in the group chat. I think there was fifty-three home runs on Friday, and then on the past two days combined, though, there was only seventy-seven. So good math. Yeah. <laughs> Very good math. Good job, dude. But as he's a. As he's chugging there, I'll explain the rules. Um, so we're going to do a theme one. I'm calling this Trivia Tribon. Um, now, what a Tribon is, you're going to list off three things. And you're going to tell them what those three things have in common. Um, pretty simple. We only, have five, we, only, we only have five questions today. So, again, I'm going to go with one hint. Um, rules are, if you had one, your hint. Other person has to lock in. We're locking in answers. Oh, my God. me. What your yeah, answer is, obviously. It seems like he he's just slowly drinking this, man. I Come hate on. this shit, dude. Well, you know what? Uh, he's also drinking in slow motion. He we is. Sh- what is going on here? We're not going to be able to get. Bro, the, I can't. Bro, I second. can't chug it. I can't chug it, bro. The bet you saved the best for last, though. Why are you <laughs> whining, Ali? Ooh. 
Ooh. Well, while we're waiting on that, uh, me and Christian kind of had an argument this week. Uh, why don't we do or today? Why don't we do our top five pizza chains? I want to. I want to see where they rank on our top. Five. Oh, I. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to come in with the hot take here. I am ready. All right. Who Who wants to go first? Uh, you, you know what? I'll I'll go first. I'll okay, go first. give me, give it, give it to me. All right, all right. So, at number five. Because it's so cheap, I'm going hungry. Howie's man, that butter crust, oh, so good. And they have cheap pizza, dude. You love hungry. It's so good. At number four, give me Domino's. Uh, Domino's always coming in clutch. Uh, you know they have they have a good flavor to it, but that's Christian's nickname. (laughs) That is. Um, but yeah, I think they're pretty good. At number three. I am going to go with Pat's Pizza. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Dude, that's so good, though. It's such a thick crust. It's such a good pizza. Can never go wrong. Growing up, we always had Pat's Pizza. It's so good. And number two, I got Pizza Hut. You cannot stop that stuffed crust pizza, dude. One of the best stuffed crust pizza in the game. Not to mention, their their hand pizza is the best. Um, they, in my opinion, they would be number one, but they got rid of their flavored crust, and I don't like that. I don't like that. That's why Hungry Howie's is number five. Uh, at number one, I got Papa John's, bro. Shaq and Papa John's, dude. <laughs> the Shaqaroon, so, so good. But I can't. I, I, I just think they're one of the best chains. But anyway, Christian, you want to go on this? We'll save his since he's got a hot one. Man. Yeah, I can uh, I can run this. Five, I'm going to go with uh, a local spot near me. It's called G's Pizzeria. No, so dude, it's the... supposed to be chain. I'll let him go G's. Let him have All it. Right. Yeah. Let him have it. Oh, my, All fault. Right. my fault. No, you're good. We'll go with G's. Okay. Go for right. it. After G's, though, this is tough. I think I think on the four spot, I'm going to go with Little Caesars. Uh, I mean, for five five bucks, you get a hot and ready pizza, dude. Yeah, but Listen, how long man. has it been hot and ready for? Ooh, I know. I don't care, man. It's never five had bucks. Hungry in this economy, bro, and I don't have one of us. In this, in this economy, bro, can't go wrong with it. Five bucks on a fucking pizza. Number three. Yeah, like Nick said, I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll Pat's here. Pat's is pretty good. I uh, can't argue with Pat's. It's such a great selection. Who's also Pizza Hut, only because it's one of the only places I can get a stuffed crust, and stuffed crust is just my favorite thing in the entire freaking oh, yeah. world. And their marinara sauce is so good. Number one, I'm going to go Domino's, dude. And I'm not going to go Domino's Uh-oh. because the pizza's the best. I'm going to go Domino's because the pizza is good, and they're there for you at 2 in the morning when you're drunk and you need a freaking <laughs> pizza, man. All right, all right. I like it. I like That's that. That's fair. That's I fair. Like it. That's that's good. I like that one. All right. So I'll go with the last one. Number five, we have Pizza Butt. Not a big Pizza Hut <laughs> fan. You were telling me to argue with you earlier, Nick. I, I'm not a big Pizza Hut fan. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I just don't I just can't stand my Pizza Hut. Brooklyn doesn't like that. You don't like Pizza Hut. That's fine. At number four, you're missing the biggest one, both of you. CeCe's Pizza. Give me that pizza buffet. Give me that macaroni and cheese pizza. The macaroni and cheese dessert pizza. So good. At number three, I'm going to have Papa John's. Um, I haven't eaten a lot of Papa John's recently, but I I do love me some Papa John's. Um, At number two, I'm going with Pat's. 
I love Pats. Pats is so, so great. Good, Buffalo chicken pizza. Oh, so good. Some pool, uh-huh. some 2009. I got a feeling with a black eyed piece. Brings me back. <laughs> At number one, I have Hungry Howie's. The Bunchies. Hungry Howie's is the best pizza. And I love so Domino's. Good. And maybe I should kick out Pizza Hut and put Domino's in there. But number one, I love Hungry Howie's. I think it's yeah. cheap. I think double cheese pizza so good and they have the best like they have good breadsticks bread the uh, is it monkey uh, what was it the not monkey bread but we're not talking bread garlic sticks. garlic knots i mean but it's a pizza chain we're not talking about yeah, we're yeah. talking about the whole pizza chain yo they're jalapeno cheddar oh cheese so bread good Ooh, that's a hot take for me i mean no one else is going to pick hungry howies at one i had hungry howies at five and it's the it's because of their butt cheese dude their butt cheese so is good. so good, man. But all right, let's get into it, man. Let's go right into it. Let's. What do you got for us, David? Yeah. I'm ready. Trivia Tribon. I told you guys the rules already. So number one, really easy one. Really easy one. We got Eddie George, Beanie Wells, and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I got it. What do they all three have in common? Mm-hmm. Eddie I think George, I got it. Beanie Wells, and Ezekiel I think I'm locked in. I think I'm locked in. All right, who it. wants to go first? I locked in first, so that's the rules. I, I, okay. Uh, I'm going OH. I O. I mean, I was going to say they all went to Ohio State, but I don't know what the fuck that was with between y'all. <laughs> Is that your answer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. David? Yeah, Ohio, I'll Ohio give it to you guys. Answer, yeah. I was trying to get more specific Ohio State running backs, but I will give you guys they oh, all okay. went to Ohio oh, State. Oh, so that went yeah. to Ohio State? Let's go. I mean, I remember – I know I know Zeke and Beanie. I know they were, but I wasn't I, – I could have went there. But, yeah, I know they and went to OH. George, only because I watched George's football life. Ooh, good one. I, if you, you haven't seen it, it's a good one. Number two, I have Denard Robinson, Julian Edelman, and Braxton Miller. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I think got I got it. this. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Christian, you locked in first. I'll play with... quarterback. Yep. Nick, yep. Yeah. They were all college QBs who didn't play quarterback when they got to the NFL, and they were NFL skill players. Braxton Braxton yeah. got that for me. You would have been good with Terrell Pryor on that one, too. I felt Terrell Pryor wouldn't have counted because he played quarterback for the Raiders. That's why I didn't yeah. put Terrell on. Oh, that's true. I like that's it. true. Um, number three. The 1980 Raiders, the 2004 Patriots, and the 2022 Chiefs. I mean, is it too obvious? The 1980 Raiders, 2004 Patriots, and the 2022 Chiefs. I'm locked in. I, I It might be too obvious, but I'm locked yeah, in. Yeah, I feel like I'm locked in. But Wait, hold on, hold on. Are we are we doing twenty twenty two season season? Okay, I'm locked in. Twenty twenty two Chiefs. Yeah, two thousand four Patriots, nineteen eighty Raiders, and the two thousand twenty two Chiefs. All right, locked in. Are you ready, Nick? You're locked. Yeah, Nick, you locked first. Nick, you locked up? in first. Who you got? Uh, they all won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they all won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to give you that one. Those are teams who all beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Oh, come on, and, man. Why do you got to bring it up like that? It doesn't matter, but there was also a I team know. that all won the Super Bowl. Man, come on. You're going to do that? You, I don't want to remember <laughs> that. Come on. 
I, I the reason know. I block it out, I know, I know we lost in 04 in Jacksonville. I, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. And you want to meet the keep NFL experience. So we're not we're not getting that because we didn't tell you. No, because it's specifically they all beat the Eagles. Those teams beat the Eagles in the oh, Super Bowl. Come on, man. Um, I will say, do you guys know who was the coach of the Eagles in the 1980 Super Bowl? Dick Vermeil. Did Vermeil? Was it Vermeil? I am pretty sure it was Vermeil. Good one. Good one. Um, number four, I got Desmond Howard, Dion Branch, and Heinz Ward. Who was the first one? Desmond Howard. Locked in. Mm. Wait, how many questions are there? There's five. five. Oh, well, and you guys say I can't unlock. Never mind. I, I guess I have to say. Can I get a hint? Yes, you Fuck. can get a hint here, Nick. They have all won the... I mean, that kind of gives you the kind of part of the answer. In the biggest game, I don't know. Given the answer, okay. No, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, there you go. That's he. That's all the hint he needed. <laughs> uh, Christian, you were forced to lock in first. What do you got? Uh, they all played in the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, they all won Super Bowl MVP. I'll give you the credit for it, Nick. Um, but they were all wide receivers who won Super Bowl MVP. Doesn't I mean Desmond Howard's more of a return man because he won that, but yeah, I mean, then be a receiver. Yeah, I mean that was a huge return. So, <laughs> dude was a beast. Um, okay, I, I'll take it. Boom. I, and so the last one, I don't think Christian can win now. No, we're <laughs> I'm only one up. He can only tie. Okay. So number five, this is probably this is a really good one. I feel uh, John Harbaugh, Doug Peterson, Sean McDermott. I'm locked in. Man, he got that fast. Mm, give me a hint. All right, these all these players share a certain uh, head coach. Locked in. All right, so Nick, you locked in first. Yeah, they uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid uh, all played all understudy of Andy Reid. They're all, yeah, they're all under studies of Andy Reid. Yeah, these are players under the Andy Reid coaching tree. Weird enough that John Harbaugh and Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl before Andy Reid won his Super Bowl. I know, but... isn't that isn't that crazy though? That's nice. I mean, there there is yeah. more people on that list. Uh, Ron Rivera is on that list. Um, Bowles is on that list. I mean, I feel like Eric Bieniemy should be on that list. Dude, um, you know, you know where most of that Nagy from though? Green Bay. They're yeah, like all from Green well, Bay. So like it was him and Gruden were on right. Him and Gruden were on the Green Bay coaching staff together. I, I thought Harbaugh was too. Was he not? Wasn't Harbaugh? I mean, Harbaugh Harbaugh may have been. been. I think he was. I don't yeah, know. No. Yeah, dude. Yeah, such. I mean, Andy Reid knows what he's doing. I think that's the reason why. I hot. Hey. I think he's a better all-time career coach than Bill Belichick is. I so, agree. Based off of his understudies, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, agree. it comes down to it. Who gets all the credit for all those great Patriot seasons? Does Bill Belichick get it or does Tom Brady get it? Tom Brady left the Patriots and won a Super Bowl. So at this point, I'm gonna say Tom Brady because Tom Brady went to the playoffs almost every single year. So yeah. and 
give it put an asterisk next to the last one because I don't think any team was deserving of it in that division, but he still went to the playoffs. So he deserves it. Um, but hey, that's gonna get us into Christian's favorite segment, certified baller. Mm-hmm. Mm. My fault. I was eating some gummies. Uh, non-contaminated ones. Mm. <laughs> that we know. All right. There we go. All right, my certified baller on the week here, guys. It's gonna be none other than rookie B. John Robinson. Uh, he hasn't taken a single snap on the field, and yet he is now the highest-paid running back of the 2023 season. And in a market where running backs are not getting paid, my man just got a lot of money coming his way. You love to see it. Uh, I don't think running backs should be paid, my opinion. But he's going to get a paycheck. Might as well be the highest one of the year. And he's that foot on the freaking field. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean – I don't know how you can sit there and say they shouldn't be paid, but you guys, yeah. you got like CJ Stroud coming to the league at thirty point two million guaranteed up front, which is crazy. Um, I mean, but I, that, it's not that it shouldn't be paid, but um, they get replaced so easily that like can't pay them a very high amount. I mean, people like CMC. I mean, CMC, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb. That's it. Uh, see, I don't know. Saquon, dude. Everybody else is replaced. No. They okay. just signed James Robinson. Watch. My deflated baller is going to be Christian. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and honestly, you know, I had to come in with my honorable mention certified baller. Honestly, I, I, my whole life, you know, reason it's been my whole life, I've always been an honorable mention. I've never been the front guy. I've always <laughs> been the honorable mention. <laughs> David, honorable mention, Siegbert. Um, but no, my honorable mention for certified baller, Nick touched on it earlier. It's Brian Harmon. He won the Open, and it was domination. It was yep. not even close. He won it by a whole six strokes. He even bogey two of his first five on Sunday and still end up winning. He still he ended up going under par that game too. Or that we uh, the round two, he was ten under heading into the last two rounds. He balled out and he's my certified baller. Yeah, and uh, shout out to that guy on Sunday, that fan that told him that he's gonna he's gonna cl- choke and lose it because you just added fuel to the fire because he he just came off of bogey and he I think he had two birdies in a row after that so dude you just added fuel to the fire that didn't need to be added and you you lost all hope for anybody else to catch him all because you had to say that but uh yeah. anyway you know Christian deflated baller who do you got before you guys say anything let me speak this is my deflated baller. And no matter what, I wish for this to happen, but it did, and karma's a bitch. CJ, GJ, you are my no, deflated baller. No, it's going to be Look mine. What no, it's literally mine. That's that really mine, money, And then you shit on them after leaving. I, like I said, I, I didn't wish for you to get hurt, but karma is an absolute bitch. It sucks to be you, bud. All right, so this is the first time all of us had the same deflated baller. I mean, uh, dude, and again, nothing, nothing against him uh, as far as far as injury. I mean, nobody wants to see a non-contact injury. The non-contact yeah. injuries are always the worst, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for him to talk trash on the, fil- the on the Eagles, and you know, to take 
less money to go play with the Lions. Yeah, like Christian said, I mean, it it happens, man. It happens. And like like I want to say, I made this before I knew he got called to the field during practice today. Um, I hope he does have a quick recovery, you know, especially in a contract year. But he was streaming when asked about, you know, the most hated thing about Philly. He answered, the fans are effing obnoxious and he can't stand the effers. Philly, I agree, is an annoying fan base. They can grind some nerves. But the entire time he was here, we loved him. Everyone was fighting for him. Every Eagles fan said the number one thing that the Eagles needed to do during the offseason was re-sign him. Yep. And he even he even put out a like a thank you Philly video on his Twitter. And yeah. so I mean, you know, they look, if he has anybody he was angry at, it needs to be himself and his agents. They they screwed themselves over hard. Um they bet on themselves and they messed up. So don't take that out on the fans who yeah. defended you. Don't take that out on the fans who wanted you. Yeah. You we pressed to keep you. We you did. screwed up. It was all over social yeah. media, man. All yeah, over everybody wanted them. And like and now, was, you know, here's the big thing. Now prove yourself that you're more than a safety who benefited off two top corners and a good D line that forced QBs to deep throw to you. Hey, that's maybe, all I'm gonna say. Maybe, maybe nothing actually happened, and maybe he's trying to take a year off because he knows he screwed up and he wants and to come back. Bags in his quarter. Hope he doesn't fumble it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll pick another one, and we touched base on it earlier. My deflated baller. <laughs> Um, and Christian? I know that I know, yeah, it is, it is definitely Christian. Um, no, <laughs> in all seriousness, the guy that came out with the top 10 clutch QBs, uh, Doug Clawson guy, dude, do you watch, do you watch football? Because uh, grabbing my name, I mean, come on now, you, you have Jimmy oh, cool. G on here, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, and Tua at number two, and Kirk at number three. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kirk Change, had a, baby. Kirk had a, he had a good year last year. Maybe squeak him into the top ten, but at number three in Tua, how can you put Tua on this list? I don't get how you do Turn that. The ball over. I just don't. I don't know. I think that's awful. So I guess I'll make that my my deflated baller. So I don't know. I don't know as y'all probably know, but you might not know. My stepdad Bobby, he's a Dolphins fan, and he said he tells me all the time that Tua has a better arm than Jaden. Um, are, what what kind of better arm are we talking about? Being able to throw the ball further because accuracy, accuracy. Uh, it's yeah. I throw don't those, know. Uh, throw those five yard slants pretty accurate. Yeah. See, I don't. Know. <laughs> throw those bubble screens pretty accurate. And hers with the top and, top three you know, QB on the deep ball this year, anyways. Yeah, uh, that's that's a hot take right there. Uh, sorry, Bobby. You are not in first. You you finished he last. Thinks, he thinks Hurts is Lamar. Oh, that word. He thinks Hurts is the next Lamar. Um. Well, I feel like he doesn't target tight ends as much as Lamar. Does that does that count? I mean, he throws the ball I mean, than five yards. Whatever. We're getting yeah. we're getting off topic here. So hot um, topic. Ooh, hot hot ah. topic. Hot topic. Ah. Uh, what? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. All right. Uh, That's going to get us into our hot take of the week. As always, ladies first. Yeah. All right, guys. I love how he just accepts it at this point. Like, he just accepts it. I feel like he gets farther and farther from the camera as we. You both have went ahead and backed something like this. So I'm going to go ahead and choose something like this. I think by the end of the week, James Harden will be out of Philly. 
He wants out. He wants out. We should have had yeah. him as a deflated he's, baller. He's in. He's in. Uh, was it lockout mode right Embiid's now? Wedding. Yeah, fat boy mode. Yeah, yeah fat boy. Out. Oh no. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I mean, he's pressing hard. He go. You know. Uh, uh, come on, man. Uh, maybe I should have had him as my deflated baller. For Dame Lillard for bonus points. Oh, he's an inflated baller right now, not deflated. Yeah, <laughs> and not the truth. David, what you, what you got for your hot take? Yeah, so my hot take is going to be that the Astros will be in first place in the AL West by the by this time next week. Um, they're only three games back, and the Rangers have been hot minus the series loss. The Dodgers, where they lost two games to a combined score, 27-8. to eight. But the Astros have been looking good, too. The Astros have had a tough schedule. Um, but they get a three-game series against the Rangers in Houston, then a three-game series against the recently struggling Rays team. So that'll be interesting. They're now the Rays are now two games back of the Orioles in that division. The Rangers have to play the that Houston series away, and then they play another away series against the Padres, who's a team we never know how they're gonna do. They have all the talent to be good, but haven't proven it so far. So that can be a real trap series there. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I I do like that. I do like that pick, man. Um, you know. And nothing against the Rangers. Rangers are bit, they've been pretty hot too. They're seven three in the last ten. Um, I'm gonna yeah. stay on the same lines view, but just a little different. I'm gonna say Tampa, Toronto is going to be in second place by the end of the week, uh, oh. and Tampa Bay is gonna fall apart and end up being in third place. Um, wow. Yeah, dude. And you know what's crazy? It's it's nothing like against it. I just the Rays have been so cold. Uh, they're playing the Marlins and the Astros. Marlins, I don't know, too. But I mean, they're playing both of them this week, and then Blue Jays—they got a tough schedule playing both LA teams. But uh, Dodgers got it. I mean, they've been hot, but they got to cool down. At I've some seen, time, right? I've seen this thing, but it said the Rays started the season thirty and nine, and since then they're thirty-eight and thirty. I mean, like, that's yeah. I mean, and you saying, wonder, like, and you wonder what it like. Do we give them the benefit of the doubt because they started off so hot? Is that why we're like, oh, they're still good, or is like, what's? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I feel like you had that historic of a start, man. Like, or not maybe that historic of a start, but you're on pace to do, you know, that yeah. that historic of a season. Like, you know what I mean? You yeah. look, look at it, you're like, shit, man. Like these guys are, they're them, like. Yeah, because I was saying it from the beginning. I was like, when is it going to happen? I don't – like, on paper, like, they didn't look like a great team. They were just getting it done. They were just getting it done. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see any crazy good starters coming from them. Their lineup, they were – Dude, Rosarena's but... a baller. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, Rosarena. Well, one way or another, we'll get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, maybe Corbin Carroll. Can you come out here too, man? Dude, oh, let's go. Bro, we got Corbin Carroll, Bryson Stott, and Brandy Rosarena on this podcast. I'd bust three nuts at the same time. Uh, yep, that's impressive. That's that's worse than American Pie, dude. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> what's American Cream Pie? Oh. American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the Chevy to the levee was dry. I'll yeah. Stop. yeah. All right. I, I um, like the I like the Weird Al version better. Come on now, no. I love Weird Al, but I mean that's not on his. That's not on his top. That's not. My my, this year Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later, but he's just a small fry. Nope, nope, not better. That's a that's a classic. Anyways, so um, 
David was making it seem like he has some sort of surprise going on. I, did, um, I just I'm have just a curious. little I have a little impromptu debate with you guys. Um Ooh, I saw uh-oh. a video recently where someone says baseball is stupid because a lot of people think that Babe Ruth is still the greatest player of all time. I, I, I know I heard some good arguments from him. One of them, he never faced a Dominican player, but he also never saw a slider in his life. Now, this begs the question, is this true? Is it stupid that people say Babe Ruth is the best ever, especially how the game has evolved more? Look, I have I wanna I wanna I wanna jump in on this one. I have a lot of things to say to this actually. Because this is That's I can see two up. things here. All right, look, I can see two things here, right? You gotta figure these guys now, right, they have you have so much coaching, so much development. As David said, homie never even saw a slider, right? Like these guys now, dude, they're they're machines. They're animals all day, every day, 24-7. It's baseball. You know, you have to go out there and produce. And it's like if Babe Ruth matched up against these guys right now, I don't think he'd stand a chance. But at the same time, you go and look at it, and it's like nobody stood a chance against him when everybody else was playing. You know what I mean? Like it's just different era in times. It's like football, man. Like. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like there's so, certain things I really. So let me, let me, let me put this in perspective. One, David, I'm going to ask you what, what you think on this. Um, but here's why Babe Ruth, in my opinion, is the best. One, if he would have been literally not pitching for, I think, I think he pitched for like almost ten. I think he pitched ten seasons. Um, and just batted all those, he would be clearly the home run leader. I don't think it's without a question. He probably would have been over 800 in my opinion. Uh, but you're forgetting one thing that he was a pitcher uh, and he was good. He was really good. good. Yeah. Uh, he had two seasons, 23 and 12, 24 and 13. His lifetime ERA was 2.28. So in my, in my opinion, that's the best. That's the Here's best. Here's my player. thing. Here, here's my biggest thing about it also. I want to talk to somebody who went to his game, okay? I want to talk to somebody who saw this motherfucker in person. I, this guy might be a myth for all I know. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I mean, come on. Nah, I know. But So what's interesting to me, you know, throughout, you know, there's the dead ball era, the live ball era. Because the Babe Ruth wasn't playing up against, you know, these, these people we talk about nowadays. You know, people who are throwing 101 miles per hour. I mean, now you have Shohei Itani who can throw 101 miles per hour, hit 450 foot cock shots, and mm-hmm. then also come in and get like uh, freaking three ERA. So, like, you okay, know, but it, here's here's another it, stat is it, for you. Uh, how many home runs do you think Babe Ruth gave up in his career pitching? Um, 24. I'll go with 32. 10. That's a lot, dude. Or not a lot. That's very little. For one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. He won a year. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty but, sure he used to swing a fifty six ounce bout. That But so, like I said, when you like also back then you had places like the freaking polo grounds that were like <laughs> four hundred and fifty foot the dead center. You're right. It was I mean I in the dead they, ball era you could do anything you wanted the ball, made it harder to hit. Balls are kind of juiced now. Obviously, there's this, they didn't have the steroid era back then. Um, and, and maybe it just comes down to like Christian was touching on. Maybe it's not fair to compare, you know, people from a hundred years ago to today. 
But when you, you like when you have a sport that's as big as baseball, America's pastime. I mean, obviously there has to be the guy who you're like, oh, you know, he's the best that's ever played this game. And I, I think when you're comparing, is do you can like if Babe Ruth played today, what would he? do? I think I don't know, but I honestly, when you say when you put it all like that, I think at any one, regardless of point in time, babe, yeah, I think you're right. I think Babe Ruth was the best, like. He he was the best player in ball. Like in his era, he was a way better player through his era than like Shohei Hotani is becoming through our era. Am I? You know what I mean? Like that. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. And so because think, of that, I don't know. I think that's yet to be seen with Otani. I yeah. think what Otani is doing right now is ridiculous. I mean, no, no, no yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That's true. I just I, I don't know, man. It, stats don't lie. And when I'm looking at this, I mean, when you can. You can hit and pitch the caliber that he did. It, to me, it's it's hard for me to to argue it. Uh, do you have like one that you would say is better than him, David? I think that's tough because I I mean I do have Derek Jeter. No, not Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was <laughs> like, an overrated player defensively. He was I one know. of the more overrated guys. Like would you um, go like uh, Mickey Mantle? Like w- w- would it be another Yank? Like what do you? It'd be you... hard. I mean, I would I would almost argue Nolan Ryan. Pinch, but like longevity and very good longevity do yeah and like imagine this you wouldn't go like, like what about like bartolo cologne yeah it's true yeah I, that's that's the goat right there like that's you have like nolan yeah. ryan who if he didn't play for some trash astro teams would probably have a lot more records than he does um madison for, Bumgardner for sure <laughs> probably the most dominating postseason pitcher we've ever seen all right uh, if you were throwing out random names tim lincecum i don't know what the, we're doing here. yeah Roy holiday um, but I mean, that's the thing. If we're going pitching, it's different. I feel like it's two separate things, but I'm just saying all around, it's hard for me to argue. Now, if we're going to do something else, I mean, Ted I, Williams, I could, pretty good. I could Hank Aaron. Yeah. Hank Aaron. Pretty Smith. Good. I mean, no, I, I would, uh, I, I would, if he didn't have a stigma to his name and the asterisk, Babe Ruth, I mean, Babe, not why did Barry I say Bonds. Babe Ruth? Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. I mean, the dude. He was incredible. He was fun to watch as a kid, man. I just, he just, come on, man. You took steroids. It's okay. We don't care. It's just real. And like you said, it's really tough because I think what ended up happening is that some, at some, well, one, you can't compare eras. It's really hard. Like we're comparing, like, I'm the one bringing this up. So I'm not going to bash on Nick for this, but you bring up LeBron and Jordan. Those are two separate eras. I mean, you had people just beating the crap out of people on court. And nothing really happened to them in Jordan's era, but now like LeBron's era, you blow on a guy and then you know he gets free throws. Yeah, so, uh, you have the Pansy uh, era, and then you have like the Ball- Broad Street Bullies era where they just punched people just because the Golden Era. I mean, the Golden and, Showers. And I agree, it's 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 the battle of the errors. I mean, it it's hard to argue it, but in my like, if I'm going just strictly off stats, it's for me. If Babe Ruth wouldn't have pitched for, I mean, to be honest, he pitched for the Yankees a few years, but he didn't like play a lot of games. So he's more of, you know, batting. But when you have that as a lifetime ERA and not to mention you hit, I think, what, 714 home runs off of beer and hot dogs. Dude's dude's a beast. I mean, not to mention yeah. he was well liked, dude. He I don't think he ever met a stranger. Uh, he was always caring. He always cared about people and love to grow the game. I mean, he to be honest, baseball probably wouldn't be where it's at today if it wasn't for Babe Ruth, in my opinion. 
Yeah. I I could agree with that. I feel like he's the one who definitely popularized the the long ball. I yeah. feel like if it wasn't yeah. for him, like the long ball wouldn't be, you know, what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. him and Luke Garrick, man, that's one team. That that's one one two punch that I would never want to face as a pitcher, never. <laughs> Bless you, but yeah, yeah. I, that's a great argument. I mean, I I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, that's if you guys think of a different one, like if you think there's another person, I mean, I would love to love to hear what people think. Drop it in the comments. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a good debate. Who's who's the greatest of all time to play baseball? But in my opinion, it has to be Babe Ruth. It has to be. All right. Well, I think that's about it for the day. That was yeah. a good argument. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that one. Um, again, hey guys, fantasy football is coming around the corner. Uh, you know. Like, follow, do whatever you got to do. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you'll be entered into a chance to play in our our uh, fantasy football leagues. Chance to win 50 bucks. I mean, hey, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Shorber with a sack fly. Solid. But anyway, that's going to that's gonna end it for us. We'll oh, see you guys. What do you got, hey, Christian? Wait, I got, I got one last thing I want to say. I want to say this real quick. Shout out to greatest name ever made in the history of names. Dude person. You're going to ball out this year in college, bro. Dude person. The coldest cropper. They, they really thought hard. Storm duck. Really thought hard about his name. Shout out to his, his parents for that one. But hey. As always, we'll see you guys later on in the week. And hey, enjoy the week. Enjoy it. Okay. Christian's a funny guy, bringing laughter and joy. He got the jokes unlocked and no one can destroy him. Mix the analysts, break down the X's and O's. He sees the game differently, nobody knows. Together, unite, forming a podcast dream team. Making waves in the industry, fulfilling their scheme. Highlight taking pockets, we taking over the scene. We drop dubs and chugs within the sports dream. From a hot takes to freestyle, it's a winning regime. Come join the hype, we're not just blowing steam.